are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. was action, suspense, humor. This is where all good stories get their roots. <sighs> it was your typical call to adventure. Leaving the safety of normalcy, facing some trials and tough decisions. Your typical monomyth. But what the heroes will face next is what my interest is in. The crisis, the ordeal. Will this be one of our hero's darkest hours? Will there be a betrayal? Will ah, there... shush, 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 shush. Don't give anything away, Quill. I think our listeners want to figure it out themselves. A world of intrigue awaits as we enter Chapter 4. I can tell you what a weasel is. You've started naming them? Of course I did. How are people supposed to know when the next chapter starts? You could just say Chapter 4. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to my left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Lila and Garatha. Roscoe. Fenrir. All right, guys, so... We are back in the hollow. You guys have been able to get down off the lifts. The lift is about 10 feet by 10 feet. It's a decently big lift. Um, It did take you about two trips to get down. By the time everybody's to get down, you see Bellerin there, and he walks up to you guys, and he's like, Oh, you're back. What? Who is this? Oh, Dippy Oscar. He my new bug. He's tied up. Yeah. Was Did he cause the, the ropes to be cut? Yeah, you could say something like that, yeah? Go well, ahead, tell him. <laughs> yeah, we were... Involved with cutting the ropes, I guess. Okay, well, was there anybody else? There was a group of them. He's the only one left. Ah, I see. Were were you able to find the other scouts? They're all dead. That is... They were killed by the people we killed, except for this one. Okay, well, let's take him to the, the office house. There's a place there where we can keep him and interrogate him later. So he guides, guides you back to the, to the office, takes you inside. There's a little side door there that kind of has like a makeshift bed in it. He puts him inside. The window's barred in there. He, he puts Oscar inside and shuts the door. And he goes over and sits down in front of his, kind of leans against his desk and takes a deep breath. And you're like, okay, tell me everything that you guys know about what happened. What is going on? Why were they up there? I mean, it was pretty routine on our way up. About halfway up, we ran into the other party. But they were they were already dead, and we couldn't really figure out what quite happened to them. We got up to the top, we got to the lift, and there was a gentleman sitting there, and threatened us and told us to leave and we told him no and we got in a fight. Did was there any mention of on who 
who sent them, what they were doing up there? Just from their boss. There was no name given. Mm. I guess uh, we need to have a little talk with this guy then. Have you guys been able to get any information out of him yet? Just that his boss's name was... Mm. Yes, I think it was Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Well, he did now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff being the party leader. I don't think Jeff was the boss boss. He was not? No, I don't think so either. He's just there leading the group. Okay, well, at the moment, you hear a knock at the door. Why are you knocking? And he, you see Mendrick walk in. And right behind him is Mal. Mendrick looks around. He's like, so what's the report? Did we find what, what was causing the problem up on the lifts? Uh, the lift was cut, and we fixed it. Was there any culprits up there? No. And he kind of looks at Bellerin. And Bellerin, let's see. Bellerin kind of shakes his head and he's like, they weren't able to find anybody up there. And Mendrick kind of leans back and he's like, there was rumors that there was six of them that came off the lift. I only count five here. Boudreaux is now digging his toe in the dirt, not looking at his face. (laughs) (laughs) Can I roll an insight check on Mendrick? What are you looking for? I'm looking for, like, um, guilt. Like, Henley doesn't know, but she suspects maybe Mendrick had something to do with it. So you're trying... I'm trying to assess, like, his kind of discern why he wants the our sixth person. Okay, go ahead. 19. Okay. You see that he is very interested in why there was a sixth person. Okay, is it nervous at all? There's probably a little nervousness to it. Okay. Yeah. You could pick up on. So he's just kind of surveying the room, seeing kind of the nervousness of Boudreaux, <laughs> not making eye, any eye contact. What is everybody else doing? I'm just staring him straight in the face. Just staring. Her. Her. Laving hand as usual. <laughs> hey, Mendrick, we met your old pal Jeff up there. Jeff? I thought you just said that there was nobody up there. Uh. Well, now, sugar, there's nobody up there on that, say, plateau, but we did meet some people along the way there. Did you, sorry, did you want me to roll for I was going to have a, you roll a deception, yes. I just blew. No, I'm just trying to cover <laughs> yeah, up you Benny do over here. <laughs> I'm just trying to cover up something. 
I wanted to say something. It's been seven minutes. I haven't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. I should have just kept okay? my mouth shut. I want to hear my voice. <laughs> Jeff, you know, like Jeff the bird. <laughs> he was an eagle. <laughs> he hangs up there. You know. You know him. <laughs> it was a druid. That's a thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Not a lie, though, because we met people along the way. But you did say there was nobody on the plateau. I did say that. So, he kind of starts eyeing everybody. He's like, okay, I'm not believing this for one minute. Where well, now, is honey, this honey, it doesn't really person? matter what you believe or don't believe here. We were talking to Bellerin over here, and I don't think you were invited to this party. I don't appreciate being lied to. I am... The sole provider of An this place. An un- unwanted provider, honey. Hey, I'm more than welcome to walk away, and you guys could starve here. If it wasn't for me, you guys would starve. And Bellerin's like, okay. All right, all right. Let me just tell you what happened up there, Mendrick. So I got this map here, and this is what I was in charge to do. So we went up the hill. We found... Uh, the scouts and some gnolls, and it ended up that the the scouts were attacked by a party, and we originally thought that they were going to be attacked by the gnolls, but um, obviously they weren't because of the um, injuries that were that were on the scouting party. And as we got up to the plateau, there was this guy named Jeff who was whittling. Um, he was whittling some wood as we got up there and unfortunately he tried to attack us and he is no longer with us anymore. Now, was that so hard? I just wanted to know if you found out anything. You could have come about it a different way, Sugar. Busting in here like you own the place. Now, I know you are a provider here, but that doesn't mean that it gives you the right to necessarily go in on, uh... Our lovely little talk we're having here with Billerin. Well, I am. I have some investments in this place. And, matter of fact, I am in the process of purchasing these fine mines in this place. So eventually, yes, I will be owning this place. But I not now. I will be. Very soon. So if you find people would like to stay here... You better show me a little more respect. Who'd you purchase the mines from? The Glockquest family. Glockquest. We're in the process of finalizing things. And you see Boudreaux, or not Boudreaux. <laughs> what, do <I> do? <laughs> what, what am I doing? I don't know what to do. Other than digging my toe to the ground, what am I doing? <laughs> There's now a giant hole in the wood where Boudreaux's. Bellerin. He, you can see just shock in his face. At this point, it's just Bellerin, Mendrick, and us in there, right? Correct. And Mal. And Mal. Mal is there as well. Okay. Okay, was that your, your yeah, question? Yeah, that's, that's all I got right now. Okay. And you see Mal kind of like surprised as well. Like, this is total new news to her. Oh, so, no. Go ahead. Go. So, Mendrick. Mendrick, yeah. So, was there not, looking at... Fenrir. So was there not another one that came down with you off the lifts? Are we all just going to stare at Fenny now? 
He's kind of been the only one kind of being honest here. We did capture someone. And where are they now? They're locked up. Well, are we going to talk to them? We are going to talk to them after I confer with Jakaris, who leads the security of this town. Bellerin speaks up. Yes, that is right. When Jakaris returns, he will be in charge of the investigation. As of right now, you are, talking to Mendrick, you are part of the Hollow. You have helped us immensely. But, as Lila spoke, this is not your business. So, you can leave. You can see that was that was not didn't hit hit a hit a button to Mendrick. Mm. And he's like, I see. Well, I will dismiss myself then. And he turns around and walks out. There's and an audible sigh of relief from Henley. <sighs> I'm just staring at the door. Would that don't be a little awkward? <clears throat> and Mal stays in and she shuts the door and she's just like Bellerin, did you know that? No, I I did not know he was searching to buy this place. There must be something in the mines he wants. Well, I mean, the Glockwest family used to be very wealthy. They used to own lots of mines, but just bad business decisions. They've had to sell off lots of things, and not a lot of people were willing to buy this place because, I mean, the mines are infested with, you know, gnolls and rust monsters, and so a lot of people don't want to invest that much money to clear them out. So what you're saying now, Sugar, is the fact that we have put forth a lot of this footwork, and we've done a lot of the clearing. He thinks he now needs to come in and own the place. That's I, what I'm I, I think so. I think he probably weaseled himself in... I mean, he's he weaseled himself into owning... The Mines of Moria. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. <laughs> I mean, he's weaseled himself into owning the Walren Enterprise. I mean, it's a big, big business in uh, Avalon. What's that now, honey? Avalon? I, I don't know what that is. Avalon is is the big city down kind of southeast of here. No, no, no. I know what Avalon is. Oh. Weasel? Mm-mm. <laughs> No, no, I can tell you what a wheel is. <laughs> I think she means the Walren Company. Oh, yeah, they're they're a big enterprise, a big trading enterprise. They deal with, you know, supplying, and I guess he wants to get into the mining too. I he mean, just that, selfish. That all he just selfish. Yeah, well, if he is able to get these mines, I mean, that kind of puts a, a capital on this kind of eastern northern eastern part because but he hasn't he's only fed these people and he's getting paid for that yeah through the ore that we've gotten that's how we've been able to pay him is from the iron and sometimes gems that we get that's how we pay him for the supplies that he delivers it seems to and me it's not now, cheap it seems to me now dear somebody needs to go and talk to this here family that owns these mines and let him kind of know what's what's going on maybe well, from last time I heard, the last the last surviving person lives in Avalon. I don't I don't know if you can even get in a get a meeting with her. 
Now, when you say lady, do you mean as in lady or as in position? Oh, no, she's a she's a lady, a female, female human. Does yeah. she have a position in the court? Oh, no. I mean, they used the Glockwest family used to be really big, but because of, you know, they lost these mines and then bad dis- business deals down the road, that this is kind of the only last part of the, her her inheritance that there is. And she wasn't able to have kids or get married, so she's kind of by herself, and she wanted to get this out of her hands before she goes, you know, and maybe enjoy the time she has with the money that she gets. So I don't know if she has much influence with the Avalon courts. Well, what do we need to do to save this place? You see Bet- Bellerin kind of gives a, gives a deep breath. He's like, I really wish... That this place could just be done with all this bad news. All this terribleness that's going on. It seems like ever since, you know, we were doing fine when Colin was here the first time. And then when he disappeared, and that's around when Dale showed up. Dale was, he ended up being a slave trader that was inviting refugees in. And it then, was really bad. Yeah, Henley, you were you were here around that time. That he was sending out these people, saying that he was sending them off to safe places to get away from the Trigroven, when actually he was trading them to other places. We we're still trying to figure out where they went. Nobody's knows they didn't show up where they were supposed to, where he said he was sending them. And then, you know the. Tarhoon at the time, the the old dragon barn that used to try and take over this place as well, trying to build a an army with the help of oh, I just I just don't know. It's such a I really wish that we could just live here in peace. Now dear Garasa here says that uh maybe somebody should go and uh again talk to this dear lady and think that have her, have her give a think over it. Because I don't know that she... She even knows the situation that's going on and what's happened and who's done what here. Just looking out for a payday doesn't seem necessarily all right. And if she's never had children, well, maybe she can uh, somehow... That mater- maternal instinct can uh, influence it this way and see this is... These are your children now or something. I don't know. She's talking lots about lots in here and it, it's, it's hard to keep straight. Well, I guess... I guess we could. I mean, it's it's like a five-week trip there. And if he's already in the process of it, I don't know if we're going to get there in time. I mean, we could certainly try, right, Bellerin? We can we can send send somebody. You can see kind of the hopelessness in him. And he's like, you know what? It probably wouldn't hurt to send somebody. But who? I mean, we need all the hands here that we can we can get. To help keep this thing on, I couldn't we I go? I don't know. I can go. Yeah, the Willow, he got everything under control with the potions. I think I could go too. Roberto's got the front gate. Let's be honest here, honey. Nobody really likes me, so I'm not going to be missed much here. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a good political intrigue here. I don't know why I used an accent. I'm going to do that again. <laughs> 
Yes, keep it, keep it, keep it. It's, it's okay. Uh, Bellerin's accent Blitter disappeared Blitter. long ago. <laughs> that's one really hard thing. It's keeping accents. Yeah, really hard. Uh, so there's some political intrigue here that may interest me in a story. I think we could possibly do something. Should we go maybe speak to Mendrick first to maybe get a little bit more background of when the finalizing of this deal I should be taking place? I think the less he knows, the better. Well, we can always split up too. Um, you seem to have been buddy-buddy with him, and uh, we need to check in with our, our little, little blue friend over there. Tall one. Dracarys. Dracarys. Thank you, honey. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, that's not what Garasa refers to her as. Or him as. I'm sorry. <laughs> she gets her genders mixed up all the time, too. So sorry. So sorry. It's just safe to say they. 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 <laughs> hey, hey, Bellerin, where are we keeping this prisoner again? Uh, next in this room over here. Okay. You just... You just... You put him in there. Might want to have an armed guard in case Mendrick is uh, sneaky. We might want to check on him, make sure he's still alive in there. I think that's a good good idea. Have one outside the room and one in the room. Um, we definitely need to see what kind of information he has. And maybe someone under the window. And on the roof. <laughs> Why? Someone okay. in the fireplace. In case someone just throws us. And someone under the a, bed. <laughs> a poison thing through the window. It could kill both of them in there. Oh my goodness. Who, who killing who now? <laughs> Do you really think it'll come to that? Well, if Mendrick was the person who was sabotaging the, the lift and... Maybe this Oscar knows something about it that could incriminate him, and incriminating him would mean he couldn't do a business deal. As long as we we can have hard proof, though, just the, I mean, no offense to him, but a word of a thief, a word of a, a, a bandit, isn't much to incriminate somebody of his privilege. True. We got to find hard evidence against him. That's that's if if I if he's in, involved in this. Well, he does have a lot to gain. If we or if Hayden's Hollow can't grow their own food, they'll be f- forever independent of on him. Hey, um, when is Jakaris due back? Probably in the next hour or so. He said he needed to go meet a friend somewhere. Okay. I need to talk to him and you in private when he gets back. Oh, okay. Um, we'll we'll just leave it at that till he he gets back. Okay, that's that's fine. We'll we'll come find you when when he's back. All right, boss. So Dracarys is due back in about an hour. Yes. Do you mind I- if I hang around here and wait for him to get back? be part of this interrogation of the Oscar? Are you going to sing him a song? Hey, Lila, do you maybe want to go distract Mendrick for me? I can go take a look. Uh, No, I was just thinking, honey, our last interaction wasn't necessarily the best. I can always distract anybody with anything, but 
it may or may not cause a fight that if especially if he's in Collins right now he might not appreciate cleaning up after okay. that's up to you though if you want to go I'm willing to go anywhere sugar we'll talk I mean, I could go too. <laughs> I mean, if it's okay with you, Bellerin, I could go check out his quarters. Well, that's... If that's what you want to do, but I'm not going to be involved in that. Is there a but wink I, there? <laughs> but I didn't hear anything. Let's just put it at that. There's a wink there, sugar. That's a yes. <laughs> but yes, you're more than welcome to stay here. Fenrir, I think I'll I'll stay here and help guard Oscar. Was was the man's name? I'm yeah, you're yeah, a good guy. He like I'm sus- he like beans. <laughs> I, I'm good, suspicious good enough of him. I can take responsibility of watching Oscar. No, of snooping. Snooping. I didn't hear anything. Preferably, he like green beans though. <laughs> Obviously, you got him to talk about something besides, <laughs> besides finding what who he works for. Kidney beans, not his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just gonna, and I kind of salute a little and leave. Okay, enjoy the tavern. But Fenrir, yes, you're more than welcome to stay here. Um, Jakar I- should be here soon. Go uh, see kind of what's going on, and uh, uh, maybe get some beauty sleep. Why are you looking at me like that? Huh? <laughs> I, I told you I'm... I was a silent at the night. <laughs> Not even mm-hmm. a cricket in sight, man. Mm-hmm. There's a reason there were no crickets in sight. <laughs> are you right with that, boss man? Are you okay if I if I skedaddle as well? Yes. Um, we'll be in contact with everybody. I kind of want everybody to be involved in this investigation of Oscar. See if he's telling the truth when he says something. All right, all right, all right. I'll tell you. I'll be there. Yeah. We won't start the interrogation until Jakaris gets back because he's needs to know more about what's going on here. Lila's going to do a slightly uncharacteristic Lila thing, but a very characteristic Garatha thing and give like a fist salute and bow her head a little bit and okay. walk out. Okay, cool. I like it. I'm going to stand outside the front door. Okay. I have nowhere to go. Roscoe on the front door. Fenrir inside with Bellerin. Lila and Henley. You're off causing mischief. Mm-hmm. And Boudreaux, you're going with them? Or what are you doing? They're at the uh, tavern, wink. They're at the wink, wink tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think going to the ladies' room. (laughs) (laughs) Boudreaux will slide out the door. I'll ask him, like, and probably go hang out with Willow, see what's up. Okay, sounds good. Tell him about the little plants you saw. Oh yeah, I'll go update him. That's true. There's, there's that you could update him on. Tell him what that soil tasted like and why he should really plant something up there pretty soon. Okay, sounds good. Fenrir, did you want to talk to Bellerin? Anything specific? No. Okay. Then we will head to Willow. And then we'll let you two think of what kind of mischief you want to do. (laughs) Okay. So you're heading to the healer's hut. In there you find Willow. He's kind of... Bang! The The door goes open. (laughs) Ah! You hear glass shatter. (laughs) 
Ah, Boudreaux. Yeah. You know how... Did you <sighs> miss me? I know you did. Not now. God. You know how expensive and hard these things are to get? I'm sorry. I didn't think that you dropped them on the floor. No, no. Well, come help me clean them up at least. <laughs> all right, all right. He gets the broom and he starts sweeping it. Okay. But, it's like um, holding the dustpan, you know. Yes. Um, I was checking the soil up there and it's it nice and dark. You could, you could plant something up there real quick. Oh, Oh, good. I've been trying to collect all these, all the different, you know, crops and stuff that we could do up there. Oh, yeah. Should tell me. Look, I got all these samples, table. too. And he pulls out a little sack and he, like, dumps it on the table. Like, eh, aren't they cute? They're so cute. Those are things that I found up there. Oh, yeah. What, what do we got here? So he's, like, looking around. It's like, oh, like, well, it looks here like we have, oh, this, this could be a little corn. Yeah, this could. This could be... Oh, looks like we got some potatoes up there. Oh, Most of these are potatoes. <laughs> so that's, that's good. Oh, I know someone who's going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I guess I could get with Bellerin and we can start organizing people to go up there and, and take care of the land up there. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. But um, just make sure you smile, all right? You got a nice cute smile. <laughs> Am I in trouble? Uh, no. No, 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 no. You're not in trouble. I just, you're just a little down lately, that all. Oh, I, well, I am down right now because you, you broke a lot of our, our jars that we were using. Do you need a hug from a boudreau? Mm-hmm. No, I'll give you a gun. I got you. I got you, Willow. And he pats him on the head. Hmm. Holds him all tight. I always liked boudreau hugs. Hmm. I like you too, Willow. You know... I'm so very. Does anybody have mending? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was my last character. (laughs) I never um, used. I'm so glad you took me and you you helped me. I don't know what I would have done without you. Yeah. I'm glad you're here too. It's nice to have a little bunk mate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about that. Well, is there anything I can do now to help you? Well, no, we, we, now now we finished cleaning up, so. I was just kind of. Maybe I'll go to the tavern. Yeah? Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Let's get some salted pork. On me, I pay. Okay. It's not like like Colin charges anything anyways. Yeah, no, but it's still. Yeah, that's why he was never a good businessman. (laughs) Well, we live in, so that ought to matter, right? It is. we know he doesn't have any kale. (laughs) (laughs) You might have some kale left over so you can eat it. Well, I hope so. We're about out. Again? Oh my goodness, I, Willow. I, I promise I didn't eat it. So when they I leave bet the tavern. A lot of it. <laughs> but, when they leave the tavern, you should just see, like, Willow stuffing his pockets with the kale. <laughs> Hide, hiding behind the bar. Just, yeah. just, just, just shoving. I just imagine him with, like, little overalls, right? And just stuffing it in the front pocket. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> Whoa, Willow, you've gained some pounds. Maybe you need to go home. You're out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a bit. <laughs> All right, Willow. Let's go down there and let's go get you some kale and me some salted pork. Okay. Okay, so you two head on down to the the Crimson Cavern Tavern, and we'll hit, go to Henley and Lila. We're going to be, like, walking probably to the tavern to see if that's kind of where he's at, right? We need to 
find out where he is and make sure it's not in his living quarters. And then we need to have someone make sure he's not going to come into his living quarters while I snoop around. So the first place we should probably look, honey, is his living quarters to make sure that he's not actually there. So are you guys talking about this as you exit the... Probably in hushed tones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As you guys are talking about this, Fenrir's going to come up and say, I'll be the distraction, but give me like two hours. And then he's going to run back into the room. Two hours? Oh, that's a long time. He'll be anywhere at that point. Wait, Fenrir. Two hours is a long time. But I need to have, I got to have information from the prisoner. I think I've developed a rapport with Mendrick, and I think he might trust me a little bit. But if I can lie in there, but if I can get in and get, I didn't lie. Omission is lying still. DM Dave's over here looking conspicuous. Be careful. Oh, I'm enjoying this. Like here we go. (laughs) This is the part that I love about D and D because it's like. You guys are sitting here talking, and I'm like, crap, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but love it at the same time. I hate it and love it. Continue. Sorry. Oh, that's true. Wait, Mendricks probably want to be there for the interrogation of the prisoner, too. And I look over at Lila. Maybe this- we don't need to. We can wait. Roscoe's going to pipe up. Menrick cannot be here for the interrogation. How are we going to keep him away? And why can't he be here? I mean, he's a bad dude, but... Until I talk with Jakaris, I don't want to say anything. Do you not trust us? Uh, It's not that I don't trust you. I just am new to this position. And, And I would like a little guidance from the one guy who I know better than anyone else in the camp. Oh my gosh. Are you going to rattle on to that story about how you saved his life again? Because I got a different <laughs> story for you if you really want to hear about it. No. It has nothing to do with the blue one. Though. I mean, cross. <laughs> I do remember I, I, you I saving. I promise I will fill you guys all in as soon as I've had the conversation. I just need to talk to Dracarys first. Okay, well, but, then what would you have us do uh, while we wait? Distract him somehow, however you want, but I don't think it's a good idea for him to be in that interrogation. Mm. Unless unless Jakaris and Bellerin say otherwise. Fenrir, do you think you could distract him with some music? He wants to or entertainment? Um, do you know any story about a guy who became a king? I know plenty of stories about a guy who became kings. One of them had a dragon. Tell him that. And became one. a king, but he actually had to fly away from his homeland and go to a different homeland in order to help train up dragons. I also have a story. Well, let's focus. <laughs> About- I love these stories, but we need a plan. Oh. So, are we saying we need two distractions, or can we just like kill two birds with one stone? I can be a distraction. I can distract anything and anybody while you snoop around and I can keep him away from all that jazz. But two hours is a long time, and we need to know where he's at and where he's going to be. So either way, we kind of got to skedaddle and do some things. I can tail him. 
no, we gotta find once him we first. find him once we find him should we go see if Bellerin will let us interrogate him now I said he wanted I, I said he wanted Dracarys, but maybe you could interrogate him now right I could go interrogate him now try to get some information and then I'll go report to Mendrick and then that could be our and distraction. then that could be your distraction hmm I mean, it's something to talk to Bellerin about. I'm sure Bossman wouldn't be opposed to something like that if it keeps that other one away. However, we still are, at least I would like to find this little person. Say that with all due respect, because I think that he's worse than the scum between Boudreaux's toes over there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there so, to defend yourself. Not gonna. <laughs> and at that moment, Boudreaux and Willow walk out of the healer's hut. And Boudreaux, you can see, you don't hear, you hadn't heard anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You maybe get a like an itch in your ear, like somebody's talking about me. <laughs> You're smelling, You're your, smelling name. your toes. <laughs> Man, I really need to pick this scum out of my toes, Willow. Someone talk about my scum. Every time someone talk about my scum, it smells worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just be kidding. He was the curse for something once upon a time. No, no. <laughs> no. So you do see them um, congregated over next to each other. His boots didn't smell very nice. I'm sure his feet were much worse. Mm. Anyway, go Dr. Bell, Bossman Van Rieren. We'll go see what we can find out on our end. Should we uh, go start with the squatters or the tavern? Well, we can start whichever's closer. Tavern's probably closer. Let's go do that. I don't know where his house is or no, no, his down that place is. So, All right. One minute, one minute, Willow. I'll go be right back. And he walks up to the group. What are you guys doing over here? I thought you guys doing something important. Oh, this girl talk. And he's just running along, aren't you, sugar? Yep. I'm going to head back inside. Okay. <laughs> God, are you trying to like prank someone and you didn't invite me? <laughs> oh, honey, I will invite you to all the pranks. Don't you worry about that. It better not be on me. Mm, no promises then. <laughs> all right. What's really going on? Can I roll to see if they're lying? Um, I mean, nobody's lied to anything yet. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. Like to no, see nobody's... like what's actually going on if they like. We're talking about your scum between your toes. <laughs> Is that not? I'm fine if that's not a thing. No, I don't really like doing player versus player roles. Okay, okay, that's fine. Because it's one of those things. If Boudreaux, by what they're saying, if Boudreaux himself would be like, "Hmm," then that's fine. But if they can't convince you that they're hiding something, then they didn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. All right. We're going to the tavern. Do you want to come with us, honey? Oh, my goodness. I'm going there, too. Come on, let's go. And he put he puts his arms. Well, he somehow leads you guys. <laughs> well, he just arms around either her um, waist or shoulder and like, yeah, and let's go. I kind down. of uh, just a friendly, put his yeah. arm back, but I will follow. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't mind it until I look at his hands and see how dirty they are. And it's like, oh, honey, you know Garatha doesn't like it when you don't wash your hands. Does Boudreaux know about Garatha? Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, he does. Okay, it. perfect. Um, I was just checking. He's but, like, I'm gonna get you out of there. Oh, Wait, yeah, that's right. Um, who's Garatha? Hmm. Oh, she. Uh, so it's funny story, honey. It's um, a person that lives in her head. Shush. Are you there? 
Hush your mouth now, boy. Nobody asked you. You have someone living in your head? Yeah, we're two people in here. Why? Uh, what's going on? All right, all right, all right. So before here, let me tell you, and I'm going to, do you want me to actually? Not this story again. Well, you it's could... better than your, I saved the, I saved her car. Guess what? I'm such an amazing person. Hey, Roscoe the man. <laughs> I didn't say Roscoe wasn't the man. However, his stories could use some Roscoe, are you going to come to the bar uh, with Ro- me or not? To, Roscoe's a male halfling, not a man. <laughs> what is wrong with this girl? I'm just going to ignore that, honey. Sugar, let's go over to this this hair tavern where we can uh, sit down, maybe, and I'll tell you all about Garofalo and me. Tell you what about yeah. that weird. Yeah, and you can just on. sum it up. Like you don't have to do it all in character if you don't want to. Okay. When you when we get to that point, but for now, I think we'll end it here, and we'll continue the story and intrigue next time. Hey guys. Thank you so much for listening. We are really enjoying doing this for you guys. At the end of here, I'd like to thank D.A. Nichols for, for doing our music. And don't forget to go check out her original RPG, Shields of Power, at drivethroughrpg.com. Hey, and if you like what, we're, what you're hearing, please like us, subscribe, and share, with, share us with your friends. Honestly, that's the best thing you guys could do for us right now is share us with whoever you want. And let them know that you're enjoying it. Um, also follow us on Twitter, guys, at Chaos Bard Pod for podcast updates, questions, and discussions. We also have an email at Chaos Bard. Let me say that again. We also have an email at Chaos Pod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, which several of you are, which is way, way fun to interact with you guys. And you can find that at Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Until the next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye, everyone.